Hey there, friend. This is Cynthia Lee, your confidence coach at capriciously.com, and I am the host of this awesome podcast, Unleashing Your Natural Confident Mindset. So what if I told you there was nothing wrong with you and that you don't need fixing at all? Do you know that you already have everything that you need to be confident and to live the exact life that you want? You only need to unlearn all of the bad programming and incorrect thinking you've been given to unleash the incredible power within you. In these podcast series, I'm going to share with you proven steps to help you to create that indestructible, natural confidence that only the 1% of society have in order for you to achieve your goals and to create that success on demand mindset and to live life on your terms. So if you haven't had the opportunity, do make sure that you check out www.capriciously.com. That's C-A-P-R-I-C-I-O-U-S-L-E-E.com to get more valuable information to help you to become the authentic and confident person that you were born to be. Hey guys, this is Cynthia Lee, the host of this awesome podcast, Unlocking Your Natural Confident Mindset. And I'm so excited to be here with you guys. And I'm excited that you're here with me and sharing this space with me. I'm very happy about that. Um, I hope that you guys are having a fantastic start to the New Year's. I do. I really do. Um, and I wanted to share something that I do at the beginning of the year and at the end of the year. So let's start at the end of the year first. So at the end of every year, I always do an overview on what I have accomplished, what um, my goals were, if I were able to meet those many milestones, those milestones for my 10-year plan, 20-year plan, five-year plan. Am I on the right track? Um, And not just my goals also, I also reflect on what I have done, where I've been, and where I see myself going. I think about everything that I've been through, the good, the bad. I analyze it, I break it down, and I I write out what what happened and what I did, how I felt, how I overcame it, to make sure that I end the year either understanding my journey or knowing where there's holes in my journey that I'm not understanding. That clarity to me is important. Um, At the end of the year, just reflecting on everything. A lot of people don't do this, have journals. In my journal, I write all the stuff down and I look back at it. I look back at my journal throughout the years and I see this story of this strong woman. And I I read her journey throughout the years. And it's amazing to be able to see my handwriting, 
see either tear-stained pages, um, pages that have aged, um, every mark, every line, every every stroke that I've made on these pages in this story of my journey. I, I see my growth. I analyze my growth. I remember how strong I am, how confident I've become, how brave I've been. And that's how I close out the end of every year. I start every year with writing out some milestones. What do I want to accomplish this year? And how would that help me to reach my 20, 10, 5, 3, one-year goals? Um, I write it out. And then every time I have many milestones of what I want to accomplish by a certain time. And I have a halfway checkup point, which is my birthday is in July. And then at my birthday, I, I just go over where I am and to see if I'm on track. Um, and it's not just goals. It's also people. A lot of times we don't go over or review, analyze, dissect the people that we have around us. The people that are surrounded you can drain the shit out of you if you allow it to happen. And if you continue to allow it to happen, you will be so small. I was in this empowerment uh, conference and this older woman was talking. She was in her 60s and she was crying. And she was talking about how she spent a lot of her life taking care of her brothers and sisters, helping her brothers and sisters, being their support, helping her son. And she said at 60, she decided to stop all that and to focus on her. And through her tears, she mentioned how she wanted to spend the last little bit of time she had on earth enjoying herself, remembering who she was. And in the midst of her saying this, I, I got emotional. And how many of us spend so long doing stuff for other people that you actually forgot that you were somebody. You were somebody special. You meant something to someone. And that's your damn self. And it's not being selfish. It's not being inconsiderate. But for her to live so long and just realizing that it hurt me that she deserved more. She deserved to be happy. She deserved to be more than a shoulder for other people to cry on. She also mentioned that her whole life, none of her siblings, her adult life, none of her siblings ever called to check up on her. They only contacted her when they needed something. She said she was drained emotionally and physically. And mentally, she could not take it anymore. So when you write this stuff out for the New Year's, understand that detoxing yourself from people is a part of self-care. You need to take care of yourself. It's not being selfish. Just take care of yourself. So that is my little, uh, little blurb about how I'm feeling at this moment. It was a very empowering 
um, conference. Um, I do have a women's conference and it is, um, it was paid, but I'm going to open it up to be free. I'm going to open it up on my, uh, on my website, capriciously.com. Um, I'll put the link in this little message thing for this, um, this podcast so you can check it out. Um, then you can just sign up, but it was really powerful. Um, I feel like this type of guidance, this type of understanding, this type of form, you know, should not be restricted and should be available for anyone. Um, so that will be open up this year for free um, for you to join in. And if you miss any of the sessions, it'll be recorded. Um, and then it will also be available for you to watch. Um, but I do hope you do join in. So now let's get into this podcast uh, episode, which, you know, I talk so long into this about, you know, reflections and stuff. So I want to go ahead and get into um, this podcast, which is I wanted to talk with you about some easy ways for you to regain your confidence when it's lost. So let's get started. And I have a cold, so if I sound, my voice sounds scratchy, that's why. But so I want to let you know that not everyone is going to get it right. I think we're all too hard on ourselves. We always want things to be perfect. And I know I can't be too sometimes, but sadly, there's always someone else out there that's always quick to point out when you got it wrong. It is when you come under fire that you lose your confidence quickly. To get past this kind of blow to our confidence, you need to understand these three simple truths. The first one is, not everyone has it right, not even you. Haters are going to hate, but just because someone comes at you with the most reasonable sounding explanation in the world of why you're an idiot, and you probably are or not an expert in giving a speech to yourself, but the truth is, is the person doing the talking doesn't really know what they're talking about. And this is because of one simple truth. People really don't know everything. And even when they think they do, they have a tendency to get it wrong. So just because something nasty has been said, it doesn't make it right, regardless of whoever it's coming from. A lot of criticism is grounded in jealousy. That's the second one. The disaster that you're beating yourself over, how much of that was a result of the green-eyed monster? And I'm using air quotes over here. Too often we give people authority over us um, that they don't even deserve. We listen to their complaints, thinking that they're right, without questioning why they're attacking us in the first place. The biggest culprit of why you've drawn the attention of your critics is jealousy. Don't let someone pull you down or pull your confidence down just because they're feeling threatened by who you are. You are better than you think. Third one. The loss of confidence can make you a critic. Why? Because you are now looking for justification for thinking that you're no good. And trust me, if anyone goes hunting for this kind of justification, they will always find it. Here's where you need to back up 
and take a good, hard, impartial look at yourself and ask, is this really, is this thought really true? For example, you might be thinking, I fail at everything I do. Is this realistic? Probably not. I'm pretty certain you can write some stuff down where you succeed at. The next one is, is this thought, if this thought isn't true, what emotion is this coming from? The most likely explanation, a negative emotion comes from fear. In the previous example, you might be afraid of failing. So by convincing yourself that you're a failure already, you no longer have to try. Next one is to understand a truer statement that you can use instead. Try rewording the thought and keep it honest. I'm afraid of failing, but since I've succeeded in the past, there's a good reason that I will be able to succeed now. I like to play this thing called truths and lies. Um, so if you take a you need a piece of paper, a pencil, and a pen. On the piece of paper and the pencil, write out all the lies. I will never get married. I will never succeed at anything. I am not beautiful. I something, you know, but make them personal statements like I. In the pen, so each line you want to have like space, like maybe four lines in between each negative statement. And in the pen, write three positives underneath that negative statement that you wrote. My first one that I wrote in pencil is I will never get married. In pen, underneath it, I'm going to write when. I will get married eventually when I find the right person to compliment the beautiful, bold, brilliant person that I am and that they're willing to accept my flaws. I will accept nothing less. I deserve everything. I am perfect with all my imperfections. It's a long statement, but that's what I will write. You know, the next one, I will fail at everything. That's a negative statement. I wrote that in pencil. So underneath that, I would write, I will try. Um, I, I succeed in a lot of things that I put my mind to. I am smart. I am capable. I am able. So when you're doing this assignment, what you want to do is you want to write this all out Pencil, negative, positive, pen underneath. So one negative, three truths, all I statements, all personal. And then once you have that all out, you're going to erase the negatives. You're going to erase the pencil. So the only thing you have on your sheet is the positive, the positive affirmations that you should be telling yourself every single day. Take the negative out, make room for the positive. Confidence comes from accepting the reality of who you are and where you are.
Remember, nobody, not even you, have the right to make you feel small. So what do you do when you've lost your confidence? How can you reclaim that back? Confidence is such an essential part of who we are that we become crippled when it's lost entirely. We even ding, we even get a ding on our confidence levels when um, we, we feel like something has set us back or derailed us in our day. Have you ever had that? One thing happened and you feel as though your whole day's messed up. But this is why it's so important to reclaim lost confidence quickly when you lose it. Thankfully, there has been a lot of scientific study into confidence and what happens in the brain uh, to inspire it. So I wanna talk about four scientific methods or scientifically proven facts that, um, that you can do right now to help you reclaim your confidence. And the first one is to start off with a vision. Perhaps one of the most understatement, understated techniques to obtain a success is visualization. Most people look at this in surface terms. They may picture um, the project being completed without taking the time to really envision the act in its absolute detail. The thing um, is, the more complex the visualization is, the more likely you are to realize the success that you're striving for. Why? You're actually building neural pathways designed to trick your brain into thinking that you've already succeeded, leading you to step out with a lot more confidence when you're working towards your goals. The second one is, is use affirmations often. And I know if you've been on my previous podcast, I always talk about affirmations. They're so important. So use them. As silly as it may seem, using positive affirmations uh, about yourself frequently would turn into positive self-talk. This kind of internal dialogue bolsters confidence without you even realizing that you're doing it. The third one is win a lot. How many successes have you had today? Like it could be anything. I think a lot of people would discredit success. Small successes are still a success. Most people will probably say very few focusing only on the big victories, such as promotion at work or um, meeting some big relationship milestone. The thing is, is our day is filled with small successes. And by recognizing all of those minor victories, you signal your brain that, yay, you did your thing today. And this creates a rush of dopamines, the feel-good brain chemical, coupled with a a dose of testosterone, which acts as an appetite for more victories, making petty wins addictive. All of this together creates a, a biofeedback loop that pushes confidence levels <coughs> higher the more you win. The fourth one is change your position. Body language tells the world everything that they need to know about you. When confidence is slow, look at it. How do you look? Do you know? I'm gonna guess that your entire body slumps 
your limbs feel slack and your energy level drops to nothing. But doing something so small as sitting up straighter or taking a more assertive pose, your body recognizes this as confidence. As a result, you start feeling more confident inside, whether you felt confidence before shifting positions or not. Understanding how the mind works in restoring confidence is an easy task. These tasks are all simple and easy to do. Even when you're not feeling confident at all internally, the results will speak for itself. So I know there's a lot of tricks out there on how to get your confidence back real quickly. Um, I love when uh, there was this, I think it's a reporter, um, who was talking to Rihanna and asked her, like, what do you do when your confidence is low? And she said, I fake it. And that's true. Fake it till you make it. There's no point in waking up, like she said, with puffy eyes, not feeling good about yourself. Like, there's no point in that. You don't even see it coming. One minute, you thought everything was fine. And the next, you're looking at a disaster. The question is, what are you going to do next? Confidence can take a hit anywhere. Whether you're trying to accomplish something new that you've never done before, or you're trying to get ahead at work. Even looking at for somebody special. The problem is, without confidence, it's hard to pick yourself up and keep going. Since you know the only thing standing between you and success in this moment is your confidence. So fixing your confidence is crucial. Luckily, I want to give you some five steps to help you recover your confidence quickly. And the first one, as I mentioned with Rihanna, is faking it. In psychology, the phrase is act as if. So how do you do that? If you're not feeling confident, act like you are. The funny thing is, once you start getting, once you get started, your body will kick in and, and it will begin to find the old confidence that you had inside of yourself. Don't believe it? Try it. The second one is, take care of yourself. Things battering uh, at your confidence can do quite a number on you. So covering up can only get you so far. Sometimes you just have to deal with the stuff that hits you in the hard place first. Here's where you acknowledge the emotional aspect of what's happening. It might be that you have some stuff to work through. The key here is to not to go. So don't get caught up wallowing in the negative emotions that you forgot and that you forget to heal. Do what you need to to process the situation, then move on. Sometimes therapy helps in the stage. And if you're having trouble and you can't handle it on your own, it's okay to talk to someone for help. Learn the lesson. That's the third one. Fire hits hard, but can also be an excellent teacher. Ask yourself, what can you discover from challenges and allow yourself to grow from the experience? Make it hard. Quitting is the easiest thing in the world. This is the fourth one. Especially when your confidence is shattered. How to hang it there and restore your confidence. Make it impossible to give up. By using accountable uh, accountability partners or programs or coach, 
you'll find it harder to let go of a project or walk away. The upside to this is by forcing yourself to keep going, your confidence will begin to rebound. The last one is look for accomplishments. Very rarely, you know, you're faced with a total catastrophic failure. Examine what's going on, what things went right, what are the successes, successes. By noticing what you've accomplished, you will find your confidence creeping back. Again, confidence can be a tricky thing, but with some of these carefully, when you carefully examine some of the things that I've we talked about, um, and you can look at where you've been and you can analyze some of the stuff that you're doing. You could find what works for you. So that's is what I have for you for this podcast. I hope this was helpful. I really hope so. I hope that you go and check out um, capriciously.com for the um, and check out my blog. Um, I also have uh, another website up. Um, I create a lot of content for my clients um, and it's really helpful to them. So I wanted to share it with you guys. So if you visit Coach Dump, C-O-A-C-H-D-U-M-P, you'll be able to see some of the material that I have posted there. In February, I'm going to have a subscription set up to where you'll be able to access um, some really nice wallpaper, um, some little um, self-help videos that you can also use for yourself or you can share with your clients if you um, put it on the audience of this podcast. Um, and it's very helpful. I have webinars. Um, there's also free PowerPoint presentations available through the blog. And I'm looking forward to spending 2022 with all you guys smiling, their heads held high, and making it till we make it. And then once you're making it, keep on going. Keep going to the top. Till next time. Bye. Thank you for hanging out with me. And if you like what you were hearing and you want to continue to hear more inspirational and motivational coaching tips that's designed specifically to help you to obtain unshakable self-confidence, then be sure to subscribe. Also on capriciously.com, that's C-A-P-R-I-C-I-O-U-S-L-E-E.com, we have a number of courses and a membership program that is designed specifically to help you to master the art of being truly authentic to yourself and to have that unshakable self-confidence that you deserve. Also there, you can book your free consultation if you're interested in having me as your personal confidence coach. I'm excited. I hope you're excited. Go ahead. What are you waiting for? Check out capriciously.com and see how we can help you to get that unshakable confidence that you deserve.